0: Keith here from Lewis Jewelers, and I would like to take a quick moment to say how grateful and thankful we are to all of our local and online clients we have helped out this past year. We truly appreciate your business every day, and for making Lewis Jewelers one of the most talked about jewelers in Michigan, with over 750 five-star Google reviews. We appreciate the honor to keep celebrating your moments together. Stay safe, be well, and go blue!
1: back to another edition of the Wolverine.com podcast, our video version with Doug Skeen. We apologize that it's video. That we have faces made for radio, yeah, especially <laughs> at this point in our lives. But hey, what are you going to do? It's Thanksgiving, so bear with us uh, and just be happy that you're with your families and hopefully have some time off. Uh, we appreciate you being with us all year. So Skeen, this is it, man. This is the week, the game, and I loved it, man. I loved when Thanksgiving came after the game. We get all of our work done. As our John Borton used to say, we're living for Thanksgiving, but now you've got a game. um, So the kids will be practicing on Thursday, hanging out with their families. They're going to be practicing until one o'clock. They got to be careful, right? Not to eat too much there, especially those linemen. You don't want to be going in there Uh, on Friday. I I can neither confirm nor deny. uh, (laughs) Sure you can. (laughs) <laughs> sure you can let's be honest here <laughs> although <laughs> so. although the
0: video evidence from 30 years ago may have shown that at least in one of those rose bowls we ate a little bit too much after the ohio state game um but it is it is a legitimate concern all jokes aside here about us old fat guys uh it is a it is a concern you got a game a day and a half after thanksgiving um and you do need to be mindful if you're one of those guys out there playing so um, it's part of the responsibility. It's part of the little things that you do to beat your greatest rival. And uh, I'm going to expect that every guy in that team will take care of themselves.
1: What were the little things you guys did uh, to prepare for Ohio State back in the day? And I know that Bo Meckler in his last conversation with us, said every day. I'll we'll never forget it. He looked at us and he said well, every day. Yeah, every day. It's,
0: there's a lot of truth to that, Ballast. And we would some days it was openly talked about, and it could be in January. Could be in the winter conditioning period, spring football for sure. In the fall, there were uh, there were times. If you were preparing for Iowa, you'd run through your normal practice schedule. Everything was fine, and then we had an Ohio State period at the end of the practice where we would run ten minutes of of stuff to work on Ohio State. Uh, we used to do that throughout the course of the seasons. Off the field, uh, we just talked about you know the physical part. Uh, taking care of yourself throughout the course of the season, restricting or eliminating certain intake of various foods and beverages throughout the course of the season. to Take care of yourself and be smart leading up to game days, um, getting into the groove and then and then just kind of having this expectation. And, you know, those casual conversations that we would have sitting in the sitting in the living room of our rental house, you know, sitting around playing Tecmo Bowl. And there there's a date for you, Ballas. Um, Never heard of it. For my you know.
1: time,
0: Yeah. <laughs> Sitting around just talking and, and just mentioning, you know, what we, what we want to do in our last year or our season that was coming up at, at Michigan and, and how we wanted to go out. And it was just something that was always there was to get through the season, set yourself up for a chance to beat Ohio state and become a big 10 champion. I know that the, The way the process works now is a little bit differently with the Big Ten championship game for sure. But the steps to get there are the same. You have to beat Ohio State to be called a great Michigan team and then label yourself as a champion when you hoist a trophy. you got to beat
1: Ohio State. Well, it's easy for you to say because you did it, and it was a little easier back then. And I'm not saying taking anything away from what you guys accomplished, but now you've got Ohio State that's an absolute juggernaut here, that's up there with Alabama, probably best offense in the country, recruiting at an elite level. I'm not saying they didn't have great teams and great athletes back then, but this is a different animal, isn't it? With the way they stress you out offensively, and you can be good, and we've seen teams that are good and still get rolled by the Buckeyes because they're just that—they're just that good.
0: Yeah, well, the game of college football is totally different. It's an air attack. It's a, it's a wide open game with the read zone offenses and the, way, and the way rub routes and pick routes are utilized now in college football. And I've been saying this, you and I have been talking about this for two years, that if you're going to win championships and get to the top of the college football game, you better be able to score 35 or more points every week just because of the way offenses are designed. That doesn't mean you don't have the occasional game where it's a defensive struggle uh offenses always have their days um but by and large it is an absolute different game today than it was all years ago when i played for sure i would say it's even a different game than it was just five years ago you see even programs like alabama embracing more wide open vertical attack offenses and and with a high level of success so ohio state's no different they're loaded on the edge uh, other offense we've talked about it before leading up to the game saturday everybody knows this there's nfl talent all over their all over their roster and but i don't think at the same time balance i don't think that's unusual you know way back in the day when we played them they had more first round nflers than we did they they, they may have had they may have had a couple extra first rounders. we certainly had our our own nfl talent there was a lot of it um and and in some ways i think it's a fair thing to say that they have a higher level of NFL uh, valued quality players on their team, maybe a few more, but we have a lot too. I mean, Jim Harbaugh and his staff have put a lot of guys in the NFL in the last couple of years. The difference is that in this game, in recent years, Ohio state has elevated their performance. Even when they get their quarterback knocked out, the next guy comes in and throws touchdown passes and they don't drop off a step. And in recent years, Our best players have not played their best games in this rivalry, and that's what has to change Saturday for Michigan to give itself a chance to win.
1: And flat out they've had better skill position players, period. Uh, You look at the quarterback position, you look at the receivers, and they do a better job of stressing defenses with these guys. Okay, when you've got three guys that are approaching 1,000 yards, one's already there receiving and you're going to have three – three. you know, your, your running backs are averaging 7.6 and 7.3 yards per carry. Think about that scheme, okay, spreading them out. You can't stack the box, otherwise you're going to get destroyed. You can't – I mean, you've got to get up. As, as Jim Harbaugh said, it basically comes down to blocking and tackling. It really pissed a lot of people off on the message boards. They said, what do you mean you were old school – it's always about blocking and tackling. It doesn't matter about the scheme, you know. It's about getting off blocks and it's about <laughs> tackling in space. So, but they've yeah. got ways to stress you that, and, and that's where Michigan, I think, is lacking. They've got solid receivers, they've got a solid quarterback, a good quarterback. These guys are elite, and that to me is where Ohio State has won these games with their playmakers.
0: Yeah, and and also in, in some other ways, Ballas, I think on game days here in the last couple of years, it's fair to say that Michigan got out coached. Uh, yeah. and you look at what Ohio State was able to do to Michigan's defense in the last few years, and we didn't appear to have any answers and very little adjustments. Uh, we didn't have any many any many and very many curveballs or in our in our bag. to throw at Ohio State defensively uh, was a couple of years ago uh, when we played them. I, mean, I don't know, was it two or three years ago? Ballas, now the revenge tour. Remember that. Um, Harbaugh talks about blocking and tackling. How about rushing the passer? I mean, in that football game, I don't think we touched the quarterback in that game, yeah. the revenge game down there in Columbus when Michigan was last favored to beat Ohio State. I don't know that we sacked him all day. Even got a hit on him. And so those are the things that go along with the blocking and the tackling that, yes, you do have to do and do well to execute in a football game to win uh, that matter. And, and I would add on to that, Uh, In this game in particular, when you're playing a team that has a little bit better overall talent than you do, doesn't matter who you're playing, but in this game in particular, Michigan had better score touchdowns when they get in that red zone. Field goals will not get it done in this game. So red zone must be touchdowns Saturday for Michigan.
1: Or... Just avoid the red zone altogether like they did a couple times against Maryland, throw over the top for a fifty <laughs> yard score.
0: <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, and hey, that works too. Touchdowns. Yes. The point is, touchdowns have to be uh have to be put on the board
1: here. Field goals are not gonna be enough against that offense. Right. And if you look at what Nebraska did and Penn State did against Ohio State's offense and holding them to field goals, uh that was key to them. They were both fourth fourth quarter games, okay? And these are teams that Michigan if you if you look at their defense, Michigan's defense compares favorably to both. So if you can keep them from throwing over the top, and I think that's going to be a big part of the game plan. scheme, is don't give up the big plays. You know we saw Dr. Blitz, uh, Don Brown uh, coming at these guys and just getting burned repeatedly. That's not going to be the case with Mike McDonald. He's going to pick his spots. But the main thing is bend but don't break. Don't don't give up the passes over your head, and then stiffen in the red zone because Ohio State has been not great there. They've been okay. They've been good. I think top 25% of college football uh, and they've had red zone success overall with a great kicker as well. However, uh, you know what, that's going to be what it comes down to, in my opinion, keeping them out of the end zone down there. Well, for
0: certainly our defense has to be, has to play their best game of the year, but balance back to their, their ability to throw the ball down the field, you know, center of the field doesn't matter or the edges. It doesn't matter. What do you need to be able to do that, right? You've got to have the time back there. And this is where uh, I think Hutch and Najabo and whoever is brought on a blitz, even the interior guys with Mozzie and Hinton in the middle there, Morris, the rotation of defensive line, this Michigan defensive front has to have its best game ever. And I think one of the keys to victory is to get to that quarterback early and physically impose your will on him early, even if – after the, he releases the football, put a little thud on him, you have to let him know that you're near, that you're close, that the difference between successfully passing the ball and getting hit is just a, a fraction of a second away. You've got to have that happen early because if he gets going and he's got time, it's not going to go well for Michigan. I really believe that. And he's you he's know, still a freshman quarterback, Stroud. He's a good player. He's got a heck of an arm. Throws an incredibly good deep ball. The best way to defend that, don't give him time and comfort to throw the deep ball because those guys yeah. are going to get open. They're just too good.
1: Yeah, and sometimes you don't even need time these days. You know, it's three-step drop, ball goes up. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see how he counters that. Those crossing routes that against man defense, you know, just a death knell. Uh, you're going <laughs> to see a lot of zone. You're going to see uh, a lot of mixing up of defenses. What you can't do is get caught up in the tempo. Ohio State's got some... A little bit of trickery. Michigan State used it against Michigan. Uh, they ran some plays before Michigan's defenders were on the field. I think that's poor form, but that's probably good football. I'm just saying that because uh, you know <laughs> it's the rival, so uh, you got to be prepared. You can't be running your players on the field when when somebody's no. getting ready to snap the ball. So, um, and we would see Ohio State try to take advantage of that with tempo. One year they looked at the sidelines, did the old fake clap and like they're looking to the sidelines and then they snap the ball while Michigan's guys are, you know, picking their noses and looking at their own sidelines. I would expect some of that. Try to catch them off guard. So uh, you know, all everything's on the table in this game. But I wanna see more of that from Michigan too. I wanna see the scheme that they had in 2007. The problem was they had John O'Corn running it. If not, they probably win that game. Um, but I want to see Jim Harbaugh scheme up something here where, okay, and now that his contract is on the line, maybe he's in there every day doing a little bit more professoring right in the lab and uh, trying to scheme some things up because he gets a ton of money, man. If he wins this game and he wins the Big Ten East Division, gets his second Big Ten East Division trophy scheme, which I know – I think you've got a replica up there on your – right behind you there, right? Big Ten East co-champs. Is that what that is behind you? No, there's nothing – there's okay. Nothing
0: around here.
1: There's nothing at home. There's nothing here. No. Okay. No. So anyway, uh, but yeah, there's a lot on the line. Let's put it that way. And I'd love to see Indianapolis in December, man. I've heard it's beautiful.
0: Yeah, it would be great, and and it would be it'd be a first time for Michigan. Again, I have that's a hard crazy. time understanding that that is that's the reality. You are what you are, Ballas. We are who we are. Michigan has not been there because we haven't been able to get over this hump, and yet. The good news is that here we are at the doorstep of this opportunity, and just as Michigan has probably held some things back and gotten them ready to execute here against Ohio State, you know Ohio State has too. Um, this game means a lot to them. Obviously, it's a cornerstone of their program. They talk about it open and often, and it's part of their stepping stone to their annual success and what they want to achieve. So. That doesn't change for them. They've just been able to execute in this game far better than we have in the last 5, 10, 15 years overall. And so everything's on the table. I would expect Harbaugh and his staff to have a few different looks, maybe a few different variations off of some familiar looks. Our formations and our tendencies are quite obvious at this point. What we do, I'm interested to see what we can do off of those tendencies and off of those obvious formations. We saw a couple wrinkles last week against Maryland. I think that was done on purpose to give Ohio State something to think about, something to scheme against and and have to work up to defend. And I would expect to see more of that Saturday. There has to be something because Michigan's going to need to play the cleanest and the best game and have a couple things extra for them. And then we're going to need them to make a mistake or two to make up the difference between the, the, you know, that talent that you met, that you mentioned, that NFL edge that they have in some positions on their roster, we're going to need to go above and beyond, and we're going to need them to make a mistake or two.
1: Yeah. And even if it happens that way, there's no guarantee, man, because uh, we've yeah. seen it. It's, I mean, it takes breaks, uh, flat out. You know, yeah. what if you get that same crew in Columbus that you had in 2016? That guy, that mortician. Well,
0: I <laughs> uh, I don't I didn't want to think about that. I mean, right. I know. Yeah, think the like, like Lloyd Carr said after that Michigan State and Spartan Bob thing, the game deserves more. I mean, these players have on both sides, both schools. The game deserves more to have that happen. Got to hope that doesn't happen, but yeah, I know. You know, this this hey, this it can be part of the game. We hope it's not part of the game. Um but you know, you have to prepare for it. You can't let it derail you. Right. And now one of the things I was going to say, Ballas, in, in this football game, from us as fans, and I think even if you're a player, and, and not in the moment, certainly, but afterwards, and you grow a little bit up and you mature a little bit, if you play your best game and you just get beat by someone who's better and executed better than you, it sucks. It sucks to lose. But at least you can understand that and you can say, you know what, I did my very, very best and I played my very, very best. That's not what we've seen here in recent years. We've seen Michigan's players, best players, not play their best and Michigan get blown off the field by 30 or more points and just get destroyed. And that's what's so frustrating because we know, we know that the gap is not that big. So on Saturday, if Michigan comes out, plays a clean game, plays well, and still gets beat because Ohio State just had a little bit extra, as bad as that will be, because it'll be so disappointing, that'll be a far less bitter pill to swallow than going out, playing like garbage, pre-snap penalties, dumb personal fouls, um, getting out coached, getting out schemed, and just getting walked off the field. That that can't happen anymore. That has to stop. Yep. And and this, this, it seems like, and it appears as though this team and this staff and this head coach have that stuff behind them Hopefully they've learned a lesson from the Michigan State game as far as getting out-schemed and coached, that this is the time to go out and do your very best. And if Michigan does that, they've absolutely got a chance to win
1: this football game, but they're going to have to play their best game of the season. As Jim Harbaugh said, win or die trying. And I expect even if they get down early, you're not going to see any quit in this team. And that should be the basic standard at Michigan. It hasn't always been, frankly. Uh, we've seen guys cower, curl up in the fetal position at times, you know, when things are going poorly, take themselves out of games, everything else. Yeah. You know, that's yeah, just, that's I the kind of. In, yeah.
0: Pack it in and start looking at, you know, how long is it till the NFL combine and that. Right. And that, right. that, and that, that was kind of obvious. We saw that in recent seasons. and that We did. Ben, you were never going to win championships to what we expect as former players and fans. And a lot of guys in that locker room, certainly this year's team has more, but. you're out there playing for yourself, you're never going to get over the top. You're never going to do it. And this team doesn't seem to have those tendencies. We haven't seen it all year long. These guys have played hard for each other, look like they're having fun, and they've got themselves right where they want to be. One slip up in East Lansing, but that hasn't prevented them from being right where they want to be. Give us a chance to beat Ohio State, go out on top, go to Indy, win a Big Ten championship, and get into that playoff and see what happens. It's great leadership.
1: Great leadership on this group. There's no question about it. It reminds me of some of the Michigan team bold, which is fantastic. I'm not picking them to win. I'm guessing that you're not. I think I've seen your staff. I,
0: I did not. I did not. I yep. just think that Ohio state has a few too many bullets in their guns than we do. Yep. Um, I, I'm trying to be as objective as possible about that. Um, and I have been objective I try to be all year. I hope I'm wrong. I know you do too. I hope Agreed. we're wrong. I'm yep. just trying to be objective here and see the, The realities of the potential nastiness of their offense and what they can do, and we keep talking about their receivers. Don't forget, their offensive line is pretty doggone good too, and they got backs that can run the football. So the old cliche, blocking and tackling, Michigan's going to have to prevent them from getting a ground game going. Because if they do that, and they leave our offense on the sideline watching, they won't have to get to 35 plus or more points. They'll just play the grind and pound game and beat us that way. So. Run yep. defense always matters. It's going to matter in this game. And if Michigan wants to win, we got to get up over and above 150 yards with our combination of backs to keep their offense on the sideline watching.
1: He's Doug Skeen, Michigan's former All Big Ten offensive lineman and uh, former New England Patriot. You're going to Parcell's house for Thanksgiving. Is that correct? He invited <laughs> you and the family over. <laughs> No, no, not this year? I'm
0: not going to go to house. No. Okay. I no, thought maybe we're you were bringing potatoes. Family, and... We're going to have a nice family holiday up north here in Michigan, and we're going to enjoy the weekend. Hopefully watch a big Michigan victory. And then all my buddies and all my customers that are big Ohio State fans, I've been waiting. I've been waiting for this if it comes. Yeah. And I can only hope.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> pass, due. So, Skeen, happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. Appreciate all you've done this year. We'll talk to you after the game. All right. Happy Thanksgiving, ballast to you and everybody out there watching. Go Blue.